0: You are listening to the Creatineum podcast, where we'll be talking about language, literature, and all things English, as well as various media and the arts. The show is brought to you by One Hour Proofreading, the fast-growing online human proofreader startup. I'm your host, B Fernandez, coming to you from the Philippines. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome back to the show. How y'all doing, guys? Hey!
1: Feeling... feeling queer. Kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that's feeling I great mean, though.
0: That's good. Well, it's Pride Month now and we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go give the reins to our resident gay Mondi. <laughs> <laughs> A resident, G- <laughs> resident rainbow person. A resident rainbow person. And this is gonna be an interesting one. It's going to be an interesting one because
1: we're going to discuss queer coding in media. Yes. Yeah. So should we start first with, like, queer coding means? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we should. (laughs) I think we should start with that. Tell the children! So queer coding, yeah, queer coding is basically what you do when you write a character and then you imbue that character with uh, characteristics that are traditionally associated with being queer. So you, like, you get that with, for example, men you give them feminine traits, so queer-coding men. And then with women, you get them with, like, with the... You know the thing they do with the... What's that haircut called? Is that... Is it an undercut?
0: Yes. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: You give women, like, colored (laughs) hair or, or like, uh, butch kinds of uh, behaviors, clothing, Mm. that kind of stuff. So that ranges from... Uh, I mean, that is applied to all kinds of characters, so I think that would be a good time to jump to the divisions, the types of characters that are queer-coded, so should we go with the villains first or the heroes?
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I add a little bit of history, even though I'm straight? Sure. Girl. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I have been obsessed with YouTube video essays, mm-hmm. and something I have learned is this thing called the Hayes Code.
1: The what?
2: So, queer coding—it's called the Hayes Code. Oh. oh
1: Tell us more about that. So I have yeah. not heard. Queer of it.
0: memory.
2: Mm-hmm. Queer coding happened. Uh, not not necessarily just queer coding, but it started around in the in the thirties or forties, I believe, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. cinema uh, filmmakers didn't want queer people in their media. Oh. Because it's apparently... Because, you know, conservative policies yeah. and, and stuff yeah, like I that. Think I read so, that. anyone who... <laughs> any character that is supposed to be gay cannot mm-hmm. be outrightly uh defined as gay so instead mm-hmm. they, they use characteristics people. such as flamboyance oh. Oh. uh uh the, the desi- uh desires for like like uh, how you go? Im- implicit desires for uh, for men of, or for people of the same sex stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. at the same mm-hmm. time the code also made it so that these people who are coded as not Good morally, which is like mm. queer people, strong women mm-hmm. are made to face some sort of bad ending, whether consequences, it's consequences, yeah, or yeah. being put to jail.
0: Yeah, so
1: I think that's go. the one that gave birth to the that eventually evolved to the barrier case trope, isn't that right?
0: I,
2: oh. Yeah, I think so. Also, the fri- yeah. the women fridging, things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. The barrier cases. Interesting. Because yeah. yeah, if someone was coded as queer, they or if someone was explicitly said to be queer, like they were kind of allowed to say that, but mm-hmm. it's very clear that this person is evil and has to die by the end or has to face heavy mm-hmm. consequences by the end of the film, because it's mm-hmm. the, it's apparently morally wrong to be queer, yeah, but you know... these mean, those are the things
0: for you,
1: so... Yeah, which brings mm-hmm. us to the villains, though. It's just not in the yes. 30s. It's still happening.
0: It is still happening.
2: Yeah, which is... <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's, it's kind of coded.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna and mention that's you a see company. a lot of similarities
2: with the personalities. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. know who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we get villains like, you know... Like a sea witch with tentacles.
2: <laughs> yeah, these four unfortunate souls indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we get those, we get queer coded characters as opposed, queer coded villains as opposed to like the pure uh, heroes, heroines who follow the rules because it just so happens that being queer is also, you know, like breaking the rules. And, if, and, uh, what you mentioned before—that it's bad and that it has to be punished—so
2: yes.
1: we get a lot of that across different movies. Should I name the movies?
0: I mean, I mean, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about Jafar from Aladdin. Yes, I was going to Scar. say Jafar also. From, yeah, from the Lion we're King. We're not gonna
2: say. And we're not gonna say where. Where? Which company?
1: Okay, but, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. people are smart enough get to know her over. Ursula.
0: Talking. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, even so even that. Uh,
1: what's his name? What's the name of that guy from from uh Hunchback?
0: Oh, Frollo. Oh, Frollo.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of queer coding there too.
0: Uh, really? Uh. I just thought he yeah. was a creep i mean yeah he well, freak, he
1: doesn't but... <laughs> behave he doesn't behave exactly like other men one thing that I would one villain that i would say is not pre-coded is Gaston oh yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yes but like who is yeah <laughs>
2: I, think, so there's I that. think I read somewhere, though, that there is some sort of queer coding with Gaston in terms of his back his, his How vanity. vain he is? That's where the queer coding is. Yeah, with how vain is. he is. Yeah, that's where the queer yeah coding with how vain is. he is. Which
1: is really... But
2: The most annoying thing about this is that Ursula is based off of a drag queen, so they're really not trying to be subtle about it.
1: Yeah. So oh, yeah. And I thought that that trope has been outgrown, but with the recent movie... Uh, I'll just go out and name it, but Namari from Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, yeah! She's not a... Would I classify her as a villain? For most of the movie, yes. She's, she's
2: an antagonist. Yeah, she's was
1: an antagonist. She's she's and she's weird coded as hell.
2: <laughs> yeah, with a hair Didn't I cut. mention the hair and earlier?
1: <laughs> and there's that. And then there's... Okay, fine. They're, they're like kids, teenagers. But there's a lot of tension. Some would even say romantic tension between the two characters. And then we get that. We get her betraying, uh, betraying Raya and all of that. And then, what the oh, hell? Oh,
0: spoilers for people who haven't seen Raya, by
1: the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does happen close to the start of the movie, though. We should
0: have mentioned that a while, ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I mean,
2: do we count Raya as queer coded? Oh, not really.
1: I think Raya is.
2: some woman.
1: I would consider her queer coded, but not as a villain. I mean, she's queer coded in general because she, she's, she doesn't behave like the, the typical characteristics that you would imbue with a woman in these Same films. with
2: Elsa. She, I would say she behaves like Elsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Elsa is not also explicitly feminine, yeah. but also not explicitly queer. I think
1: that's the reason why pe- a lot of people demand that Elsa get a girlfriend because she's the, f- she's one of the few characters that we see a lot of queer coding in, because the when when she we-
2: yeah. I'm calling it she
0: does have a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really thought it was I mean, that girl in the second book. I remember <laughs> during the
0: early development of Frozen, and that, that was mm-hmm. the original intention. They were going to make her the I'm not even gonna say antagonist. She was gonna be the villain yeah. of the movie. Yeah. That was Based okay, on the yeah, regi- yeah, on the
1: original book, right? Where where she was actually the, a villain. The
0: the yes. snow Witch? Yeah. The snow, the
1: snow queen and ice,
0: ice queen. The queen. queen. Yeah, something yeah, like, like that. Something like that. Snow queen, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember seeing some storyboards that were that have a different design of the snow. Queen, yeah. And even voiced by Edina Menzel mm-hmm. herself being like evil. this. Uh yeah. Yeah. Evil queen basically.
0: Huh.
2: basically. And then you have Isma. Like, uh,
1: oh my the, god, like, thank female. you for mentioning Isma. She's
2: such a bad Because the female the female villains are are like they're not only queer-coded, but they're queer-coded in a way that turns them into drag queens. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. With, the, with the, how the makeup is done. Like, yeah, like with Ursula and Isma, And if anyone yeah. remembers um, from the second Little Mermaid film, I'm forgetting. Oh, Morgana. yeah, Morgana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Ursula's
1: just...
2: Like, they have that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, but with
0: villains, everyone is just gay. That's oh, why yeah. they
1: say villains are so extra, but the name the term they're looking for is queer coded.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. they do they do say that actually. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's, and
2: it's, it's not limited to like these animated films. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like but, but... a lot of spy films have queer coded male villains.
0: Uh don't get me like, started on James. Oh Spons. yeah.
1: So
2: they have they have cats, they're, so, they're supposed to be feminine, they don't like getting dirty, things like that. They're very neat, they're very clean, they, they prefer wow. cats over dogs, things like that. It's it's very little things.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. with the, with the cats, cats that's, the that's a good one to mention because a lot of, it, of cats are often associated as pets of queer characters. I don't know why, but it's a thing that happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially so with villains
1: characters. who have cats, it's just, yeah, uh, yeah, and witches. Oh yeah. And I think with with queer coding, it's just it's not just about the like the feminine and masculine characteristics, but it's also about being out of the box. That's why we get yeah. characters who are queer coded like Elsa, who is as mm-hmm. you've mentioned, it's not that she's masculine or feminine; it's that she feels like she doesn't belong and that she has these yeah powers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's one way of uh of queer coding that is that is actually beneficial for characters and not just enforcing stereotypes like they do with the uh, queer-coded villains.
0: hmm I mean they definitely dodged the bullet with frozen there. If it if it yeah. would have been mm-hmm. a villain, then it would have been just some other
1: film. Just another one in a long line of queer-coded villains. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 But no, there, I, 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 just remembering
2: just remembering uh the rocky horror picture show right oh now. yeah
0: frankenfurther
2: oh doctor Frankenfurter yeah. was very explicitly queer yeah. and he was killed in the end yeah so there you go i think like I everyone everyone was killed yeah everyone was killed except for janet and what's the other guy and Brad. Brad, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were the
0: straightest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they were, like that, that whole movie was... I
1: punishing mean, if they,
0: if they didn't die in the, by the end of the film, they were actually, like, aliens or something. Right? Yeah. If I remember yeah, yeah. my Rocky Horror yep. correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Rocky Horror as a film itself, it was... Like, it wasn't just Frankenfurter, it was the whole thing. The whole thing was box. Yeah. And that's what made it such a cult favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, like a lot of people, I, under- I was disappointed when Frankenfurter died at the end because he was such an yeah. amazing character. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it,
1: I think, it, I, it think I remember sense, reading something. I would say. Yeah, I think I remember reading something about how queer-coded characters are so interesting, and then uh, I'm just gonna mention it again. But Jafar from the recent, like, the live-action Aladdin was—I mean, he was hot, but oh, yeah, the character—the was- character felt kind of flat because they took away the the queer coding of Jafar, which was oh, to yeah. say that they probably did it to avoid a backlash because uh, we're, we're coding a villain again, yay. But... That's true. Yeah. They also forgot to, like, make Jafar an interesting character have yeah, a yeah. motive. Yeah, he was you, you can yeah. still... Yeah, you can still queer code that character. Like, they mentioned something there. They suggested something there about how, what if Jafar was doing this to be reunited with a lover or something like that? Instead oh, yeah. of just speaking being of, queer of, yeah. and evil for the sake of it. Speaking of what?
2: Speaking of Jafar uh, being reunited with a lover, like, one of my. Favorite online musicals from StarKid is actually called Twisted. Oh yeah, which I is, that. is
0: That's
1: what? amazing.
0: You watch? Yes. It's
1: what? Okay,
2: so Twisted. Oh, okay. Twisted is sort of a play on Wicked, in which they tell the story mm-hmm. of Jafar in the style of how Wicked does the story of Alphaba from Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. Mm-hmm. So in Twisted, spoilers alert! But it's online if you want to watch it. In Twisted, Jafar it. is actually. <laughs> Zafar is actually a, a pretty good... What was he? Uh, he was a pretty Government
0: good- person, I forgot. He was a vizier. <laughs> he was the uh-huh. vizier.
2: He was a vizier, there we go. He was a pretty good vizier who was like... Who had to do things because the, the chief was inefficient and mm-hmm. people hated him for it. Because he was actually an efficient government...
0: And not worker. only was... Not only was the... Wait, so you're talking about the
1: sultan or something? The sultan yes, the sultan. Oh, God. Yeah, the sultan is the chief. Yeah. The
0: sultan. And not only the sultan that, the, the they not only made the sultan inefficient, but they also made Aladdin like an a-hole, right? Oh like yeah, a oh! Bag. The way they wrote Aladdin was so good. I like the actor thing, but Jeff that's the Blim's Aladdin was shit's kiss.
2: Yeah, so what they and, did was... Uh, and if I remember correctly, Jafar was trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jafar was trying to reunite with with his wife, who was taken away by the Sultan. Mm-hmm. Was basically kidnapped for his oh. heir when oh.
0: he was a few years ago. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, and like, there's I. And- a- I remember one of his other objectives though was like he was doing it to protect Jasmine. Like it wasn't this weird, creepy yes. um, relationship yeah. in the like in the animated film. Like he was actually looking up. Yeah, for her, they were definitely especially when it came to Aladdin. They were definitely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: The, the Jafar was sort of Jasmine's father figure. He wasn't yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Who wanted to get with her? He was he was the real father figure because the sultan was very busy all the time. Mm-hmm. But he he was just high guys. He was really just high.
1: high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And Aladdin was sort of this. What do you call? It? He was very anti anti
0: establishment and everything but really he's just mm-hmm. lazy and he wants uh, they made him closer to Gaston than to the yes. animated Aladdin pretty much yeah mm. but it's really good the way mm. they wrote it and there's something that happens in
2: the okay. end that I'm not gonna spoil for anyone who wants to watch it because it's really well written how it does mm-hmm. and the songs are really great mm-hmm. Dylan Saunders as Jafar is I should there, watch that right? by far I should yes, watch you that should. I love it the songs yeah. are so great
0: yeah, and the poster looks like Wicked, and so bonus point. for that. Yeah, yeah, that was really clever. I guess that's what, that's, that's the thing, though. That's what corporations, especially media corporations, are aware of what's happening in terms of what mm-hmm. their audience want. It's yeah. not just the awareness that, oh, in our movies, we, we're, we queer we queer coded our villains because this and that, but they're aware that their audiences uh, now are criticizing that kind of queer coding. Yeah. Oh, let's turn this around, right? Yeah. What do we do? (laughs) Yeah, let's make it so that this villain has a backstory, you know, and is the star of this type of like this type of storyline, right?
1: Yeah. It'd be Um, interesting to see the upcoming Cruella movie. Because yeah, Corella was, was say, one of the oh, yeah. was another queer coded character. <laughs> so,
0: oh yeah, she was definitely
2: queer coded. She was definitely in yeah. the whole time. And if we
1: see this one with with from her perspective, it would be interesting because from what the trailers mm-hmm. have shown so far, she's still queer coded as hell. So Yeah.
2: <laughs> that yeah. would be great. We also we've unfortunately gone to the other end of queer coding where now oh, look, this character is actually gay. Are they?
1: Oh. Are they not? Oh, <laughs> which would lead us to another topic.
0: Yep. We're going uh-huh. to continue, we our, we're gonna continue our series on LGBT issues in media with another episode that's going to happen after this one. Um, yes. <laughs> not going to mention what it's about exactly, but there's a teaser for you. But yes. for now, thanks so much, guys, for joining me in this episode. Thanks especially to Mondi for giving an introduction Yay. and us about queer coding and media and all that. Um, we're surely going to need a lot more of your insights in the next one. And,
1: yes. I mean,
0: in the next episode. But again, thanks so much, guys, for joining me. No problem. Mm-hmm. And
1: thanks Glad. to our listeners. No, nice
0: for tuning in and we will see you in the next one. Bye!